Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything in it. My name is Biz Paul, as usual, and I'm joined stateside. Uh, oh, oh, I'm still, I'm still in the UK, by the way. I'm joined stateside uh, <laughs> by Felicia Jones. Hey, I could tell you went to a podcast media conference. You like really turned it up. Did I? How you Did doing? I, my, yeah. My, my professional sounding. That's well, that's it. We yeah. I, I went with the intention of finding out how uh, a show like this might get professionally acquired by one of the big houses. Oh, did you figure it out? Yeah, Are I found acquired yet? I found out within about the first hour of the uh, show <laughs> and that was that was all I needed frankly um I got an email address okay of um the commissioning person at the BBC um oh wow we're yeah. going global uh, yeah. we're not going okay. no 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 we're not going global at the BBC because oh. 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 BBC sounds oh. which is their thing who are they're looking for podcasters to podcast to acquire but they can only play them in the UK not overseas um also, that's okay. That means I went global. You went global, yes. <laughs> you went global. Uh, well, look. Let me tell you. Yes. We're we're big in Saudi Arabia and Uganda still, Ooh. right? We're consistently in the charts oh. over there. So, hello to our friends okay. in Saudi Arabia and Uganda. But um, I've got to tell you that uh, sadly, I don't think this show is going to be acquired by the BBC because we do not meet their editorial guidelines. Oh, what are those? Uh, well, um, you can't have an opinion. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> uh, we don't have opinions. We just have thoughts. Thoughts, yeah. And uh, you can't, <laughs> yes. you can't uh, like reference people and names and things, things like that for their acquisition policy. So we need to make a show about like the process of. Um, I don't know, podiatry or something <laughs> like something niche like that, and they'll buy oh, it, okay. but but not views okay. or thoughts about what's going on in the world. Oh, okay. Well, that that's useful, I guess. Okay, cool. Yeah, we can do that. We can pivot. That's very exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> we, literally, humans literally exhaust us. Like today, we're talking about feet. That's today's the back. Yes, <laughs> that's how they exhaust us. Okay, so our guests, we will. Look at our format to see if we will meet the rules of being acquired by the BBC. We can do that. Or, That's easy. Yeah, or other places. Other places. I made a few. I made a few connections. I went and spoke to the big people. Okay. Spotify just had a VIP bit in the corner this time. They didn't have like a big stand. But actually, last year when they had a big stand, it was just full of like interns going, "Would you like a tote bag?" So that was not very That's useful. Budget cuts. Budget cuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah. So that was that was what I uh, was learning there. How was your weekend? Okay. I believe you've got something to tell me about the weekend. Well, uh, the weekend is nice. I am actually in Taos, New Mexico. So kids, if you want to pull up your Google Maps, you can see where I am. But I'm basically in like the the bottom part of the Rocky Mountains heading to Colorado. So we left from Santa Fe to Taos, New Mexico. Uh, these are supposed to be like all artsy mountain towns. Um, and over here in Taos, there is another town, probably like 10, 15 miles away called River Bend. Unfortunately, there was a mass shooting there on Saturday. 
and um, three people got killed, five people or seven people got shot. But the interesting thing about this one, um, hopefully everybody is okay for that, but it is around a bike rally. And I don't know if motorcycle culture is a big thing in the UK, but it is here. So this is a bike rally where 20,000 motorcycle people show up in a town where the street is probably like five miles long. Wow. It is a little bitty mountain town surrounded by mountains. So it's like one of those you drive down into is in a valley. There's one street. It's the main street. Um, people park in the middle, but it was 20,000 bikers. I was not there, but, um, there was some type of Memorial day, uh, Memorial day weekend was here. Uh, Memorial day was yesterday. So they show up on Friday and is loud. Um, I got the scoop from one of the townspeople cause we drove over there and had dinner and, um, yeah. So 20,000 motorcycle people showed up and Saturday, um, I guess some gangs, two of these gangs got into it and was shooting at both ends of the town. Like literally when I say it's a five mile street, that's about it. And the way they had to get rid of everybody, the police came in and uh, declared martial law and they made all businesses stop serving alcohol. Magically, everybody left, you know? (laughs) Um, And they had uh, police checks, sobriety checks like every like 10 minutes. And so the little lady that we talked to, she said, the police didn't make anybody leave. They just made it very uncomfortable to stay. And um, and so now you had all of these bikers in this, these small areas, Taos and Santa Fe. They're not like really big towns. Um, I guess some of the people who got shot went to the hospital in Taos. Like a thousand bikers went to the hospital. They had to shut the hospital down. And basically all the police, uh, state police were on alert when we were driving on Sunday. Um, but it was kind of crazy. So I guess it made, um, it made national news here. Uh, so, but you just, I mean, on the way up here, you just see all these motorcycle people, you know, with their patches. And I mean, as far down as Mexico and I guess the lead gang that started all this, um, I guess they've been issues for years, but they brought up 500 people from Texas. So just imagine 500 bikers on the road for one group, one group. So uh, it's pretty, pretty interesting around here right now. Uh, All the bikers are pretty much gone, but even here in Taos, um, you couldn't get alcohol on Sunday. Like nobody was selling alcohol. So I think that's how they were trying to get everybody to leave. (laughs) It's amazing how the lack of alcohol is, is the thing that gets people gone. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is crazy. So, but unfortunately it was another mass shooting, which we do here. And, um, and I was asking the woman who lives in town, you know, like what happened? Like, do these bikers bring kids? So she was like, it's tons of kids. So it's kind of like a supposedly a family event. So you got a lot of kids. And unfortunately you do have a lot of kids who are a little traumatized and the people in the town, they're still very um, traumatized by what happened. So uh, hopefully they they get over that um, or kind of work through all of that. Mm. But I guess they've been doing this bike rally for 41 years and they think now they're not going to, they're going to encourage them not to come back again. So sad. Everything's so, so disrupted by these things. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. So uh, outside of that, uh, Red River, which is the town next to Taos, is absolutely gorgeous. And I think it's literally just those three days once a year 
that bikers are there and then everything else is just a regular little mountain town it looks like a Crazy. little mountain town it looks very um mexican in kind of some of the pictures that i see i mean i say it looks mexican like i have knowledge of what mexico looks like i've never been but, <laughs> but in, ter- in terms of uh, in terms of what it is I'll tell you what i'm also noticing on um google mm-hmm. maps is is there like a santa fe everywhere there's a lot of Santa Fe's around the U.S. Is it like a common name? Um, I don't know. I would assume so. Uh, I only know of the one Santa Fe. I mean, there's like Santa Fe railroads, Santa Fe depots and things like that. Um, so this was all part of Mexico. And this is one of the oldest capitals in the United... Uh, Santa Fe is one of the oldest capitals um, on this land, oh, so not a U.S. capital, okay. but the the town was established in like 1600 uh, Spanish. So it it is very Spanish or very Mexican, very yeah. Spanish, all those types of things. So maybe it's a pretty interesting little place. Yeah, maybe I've just like I don't know. Like it's, there's 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 only one. Actually, there's a lot of things that I've seen on this map here that I go, oh, I've heard of that before. Like Roswell. You know the UFOs. Yes, if you if you hear about aliens, yeah, yes. that's in New Mexico. <laughs> um, Amarillo. Oh no, hang on, that's Texas. That's over the border. Okay, so yeah. I've heard of Amarillo, um, Albuquerque. So Albuquerque. Of... If you're gonna the new uh, movie Oppenheimer with is it Sil- Syrian? I forget his name. Um, he's a British actor, but he's playing Oppenheimer, and this is all about the Manhattan Project and, and nuclear weapons. Um, we went up to Los Alamos where all of those people were living and making these bombs. Mm. Uh, so that comes out in Ju- June, July. So uh, I would assume you're going to hear a little bit more about New Mexico, uh, things like that. So that's up here where they had all these scientists sequestered building these nuclear weapons for World War II. And then they tested it here um, in some sites uh, where we were before in White Sands uh, National Park when we were down in that area. So uh, this is a very heavy military and nuclear testing place back in the day, uh, a lot of military. And then of course um, you've had like astronaut, you know, shuttles and things that have landed here by emergency or fall into the, to the ground. And then you have aliens. So there you go. Well, you That's might, yeah, you might need the, the development of, of weapons. I don't know how up to speed you are on the very latest of the Ukraine war. Um, but you know, uh, no. in, in, in a, in a weekly kind of like, is world war three going to happen now? Um, it looks like Ukraine has taken the fight to, to Russia. Like they've sent drones into, uh, to Moscow and bombed Moscow today. So wow. that's kind of, it's kind of new. Well, uh, Zelensky did do a commencement address, so he, I guess he has some time to do that. Mm. Um, I forget which school, one, one some Ivy League school here, he did the, uh, com- I think it was William and Mary, he did the commencement uh, address for those kids. So he's, he's, like, okay. he's like a very in-demand speaker. Do you know what I mean? I, I know. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. You know, people are like, how do I become a speaker? Like, I don't know, have a country that goes to war. Yeah, but you get speaking gigs. You, you know, like when you go to events, though, and you see the same speaker headline everywhere, and you get a bit bored. Yeah. You know, he's got to be careful about overexposure. 
<laughs> you should send him that note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send it. I'll send it to. Him. Can I? Can I tell you about okay. my um, exciting uh-huh. time whilst I've been away? I was gonna ask <laughs> because you went into party mode. All right, so tell us what you did. Well, if you listen to the last episode, you will already know at the end that I was going to see Harry Styles, and uh, it was glorious. It really was. It was. Do you know what? It was genuine. Glorious. It was glorious. It was full of joy. Like the play, the whole place, everyone okay. there wanted to see him, enjoyed themselves. It was such a great atmosphere. It was amazing. Okay, did you sing along with any of the songs? Some, some that I know. I'm not. I'm okay. not. I'm not Harry. Um, so I didn't know all of them. I certainly didn't know like the One Direction bits that he that he sang. Okay. Didn't, didn't didn't know that. That's why. Okay, so you. You knew some of the songs. All right. Did you scream and dance or did you sit the entire time and like bop No, 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 no. So there was no, well, we were sitting, we had, we had seats, but it was standing from um, the moment the support act came on to, mm-hmm. to the very end. Um, although we did leave. Who's the opening act? Oh, Wet Leg. Wet Leg. <laughs> wet, <laughs> wet Leg. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you left early. Uh, we we early, we did you? leave uh, before the last song because oh. I know, but um, that was the advice that people who had went that people who had gone on night one. We went on night two. People who went on night one said leave before the last song of the you encore. Gotta stay for the whole N- thing. No, not if you want to get home. So, oh, that's lame. You're supposed to spend your night with Harry. Well, well, we did. Look, I didn't. I wasn't too keen on the the last one anyway. But I just wanted to stay for as it was, and then I knew that that we could go. But anyway, anyway. So, so I did some dancing and I did a bit of singing. That's good. Yeah, that's uh, good. And we had we had lots of fun. Um, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, made made friends. Made friends. Uh, there that's was good <laughs> on our row. There is this old lady. I say old lady. I mean, she wasn't like in her 80s but she i would say she was in her late 60s she was a stan proper proper harry she was was living her best life um (laughs) there was a lot of screaming that made my ears bleed um there was a lot of estrogen (laughs) in the atmosphere and um there were (laughs) There were things that I saw, like I can't remember which song it was, but there was one. There was one song, I shouldn't laugh, which really, obviously, meant a lot to this girl because she sobbed all the way through it, like proper, like ugly crying. Man, you got. I will say, the people going to concerts right now, they are all into it. I've been watching the people who've been going to the Beyonce. Oh concerts, my God! Yes, and, I mean. Yeah, and people are just people are they are locked in so for the harry concerts i mean the taylor swift it, beyonce people are just like i'm here um and i'm here to enjoy myself i'm gonna cry i'm gonna dance i'm gonna do all the things so mm. it's been kind of cool seeing people enjoy enjoying themselves yes. at concerts i i agree and um because beyonce's like here right now i say here she's not like in my house i mean that would be cool but she's yeah. <laughs> she's doing london gigs this week and you know Harry Styles has been doing yep. his thing, so um, 
and, and, and Taylor Swift's been doing her thing. So I, like you, have also been watching these like big stadium gigs and mm-hmm. absolutely like the, the sparkles. I mean, there's, there's, there's definitely outfits and I was underdressed. Like I did joke, we need to get feather boas because I'd heard that that's what I did. Didn't I tell you? I told you, you needed your Harry Styles outfit. Yeah. I told you. Well, yeah, I did look like someone's dad um, in comparison to, <laughs> to people that were there. I mean, even Charlie, you know, Charlie, Charlie uh, uh, from my team, who I went with, like, you know, he looks a bit more like Harry Styles. I just look like his dad. Uh, but I don't know. But Harry, he, Charlie probably looked like somebody's dad too. Uh, no, to be fair, to, you know, to be fair to him. <clears throat> He had his chest out and all this kind of stuff, so you know he lived his best life. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, it was it was you know, it was it was good. I think being all in is a good thing, and it, like I say, it was certainly full of joy. The guy's an entertainer, and I know from watching the stuff on TikTok about Beyonce's uh, gig, people are mm-hmm. like just having the best time, and you kind of think, why not? I'm so glad that I went because yes, when I, when I said to people, well, actually, to be fair. When I, when I I just mentioned it to Charlie and I was like, do you want to go? And he was like, yes, like, like no hesitation. Um, but then, yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, exactly. But like, sometimes you say to people, oh, I'm going to see Harry Styles and like, you what? <laughs> I've been really snotty. Really? Yeah. Like being really snobbish about it. You told it. me that. Yeah. You told me that, and I was like, "Why are people saying that? Seems like it'll be a good time." Yeah, because people are music snobs, or, or my, you know, some of my people that I know are certainly music snobs. Um, but do you know what? Like I say, it was it was fun. People there had a great time. It felt very safe. Like if you were a young woman going to a concert, sometimes these concerts aren't the safest places. Yeah, it felt very safe and loving, and you know, he did all the things that that he should do as the as the star, and. Um, yeah, I, I thought I thought it was great. I had a great time. I want to go and do more stadium concerts for sure. Uh-oh. I mean, this is the summer of concerts. So if whoever you want to see, they are on tour. Everybody's They're all doing tour. it. They're all doing it. Yeah, I mean, it's Glastonbury in a few weeks. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I wish, wish I could have gone to that. I did. Did I mention this last week? I can't remember about the call I got about Glastonbury tickets. No, you did not. Oh, right. Okay. So obviously as a big shop business owner, um, I get approached uh, by, <laughs> by corporate hospitality people. And uh, I got a phone call about, did I want to go to the Monaco Grand Prix? I was like, it was only like, 50, to be fair, it was only 1500 pounds for like three days tickets, accommodation and flights. And you didn't tell anybody? Seriously, Paul? No, I did tell people. I didn't, didn't tell me. Oh, we didn't tell you. You, you didn't tell me. Well, the, that that price was not <laughs> was not the price from New Mexico. That was the price from London, right? So, anyway, anyway, so anyway, I've got an in now with this company, and I, I said no, but um, uh, you know, have you got any other sorts of things? And I'm like, well, what are you after? I was like, well, what about Glastonbury tickets? Anyway, she said, I'll go and have a look. Came back to me a couple of days later, and said, um, yeah, I can do, I can do you Glastonbury tickets. I'm like, oh, okay. How much? Cool. Twelve thousand pounds. <laughs> oh, like okay, maybe. What about in two years? Yeah, yeah. I was like, "What do you get for twelve thousand pounds?" And she was like, "Um, it's VIP backstage hospitality, like accommodation, like basically you're like a famous person." 
Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, are you going to go ball out and flex? Um, I need to start that OnlyFans account pretty soon if I'm going to be making <laughs> that kind of money. Uh, <laughs> but I, I will throw some money your way for that. Thank you, thank you. Um, but you know, I mean, you can't you can't do it when you're dead, can you? You know, you can't do it when you're dead. And N- no, I, I think no, you know. You let's cannot. let's go and enjoy the things because when you're dead. I mean, depending on your beliefs, that's that's pretty much it. Certainly it for going to Harry Styles concerts in Glastonbury and seeing, seeing Beyonce. Um, but we were going to talk about just, you know, di- not, not the process of dying, but I was wondering, like, in the event of your death, well, I mean, you've got a husband, right? So, like, he can organise it. But, yes. <laughs> but I was thinking in the day, right? You know, if I, if I, this is very morbid, if I died or... Uh, well, actually, the thought came was like, if I had a terminal illness, oh, I would have to like make sure I wrote a list of of, of people to like organize yep. my own. Uh, like, I don't really want a funeral now. I've decided I don't want the whole like putting me in the ground or around the curtain. I just it's too expensive. But I'm quite keen on having <laughs> some kind of like celebration of my life because that's what my ego would uh-huh. want. And so, <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I'd have to like write this list. But then I was thinking, well, what happens if uh you just you just die like who who would know who to invite because my my parents who are still around they would probably uh ask my sister who I knew and they would probably get in touch with my ex-wife to like say well who does you know who <laughs> does he know like which are his friends but then i have different like circles that i'm in like the friends that they would know about that would exclude other people like would they think oh well what about his podcast host and good friend felicia jones and, and people have to figure out contact me yeah how would how would somebody know you know i i've been thinking about this and so we have to pause for just like 30 seconds uh tina turner passed over um the last few days oh, so yeah. uh a lot of I love her. I love so, her. Uh, so just want to give a shout out to yeah. Tina Turner. Oh my god, Hopefully she's doing concerts up in heaven. Can we just yeah? Um, let's, Luna, let's, but, let's let's just pause one second on that because like actually Tina Turner was a massive part of my growing up, like the car journeys. Tina Turner mm-hmm. was one of those artists that was played like in all the time, along yeah. with, along with Hall and Oates and Dire cool. Straits. And Phil Collins. I love Hall and Oates. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> Tina Turner. That was, that was who she was. I yeah. absolutely love her. What a shame. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she had, uh, hopefully, I don't know if she had a great life. I think it, toward the end, she had a great life. So, um, and I guess she died peacefully. So that's, that's a good thing. But she had been kind of sick over the last yeah. few years. But it does bring up this question. I've thought about this before. You know, in, in such this digital age, how do we tell people or how will I make sure people know that I died or something happened to me because I don't want, you know, I don't want to log into Facebook to find out something happened to you. Oh yeah. And, and I've gotten to this point now where I've talked to Dustin and I was just like, all right, for the people I really care about, you know, 
I wonder if I could tell them, can you put me on some type of list so your family will call me <laughs> instead of me having to log into Facebook? I mean, because you really don't want to find out that way. And because I've met so many people in different places, you know, before it was always, you know, if you're at home, somebody did the obituary, you know, you got your old high school friends and college friends. But when you've kind of traversed so many places, um, like my mom, like if something happened to me like tomorrow, my mom wouldn't know who to contact. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Dustin might not really, uh, but, you know, you got to tell people. And so, yeah, my sister would probably outside of, you know, friends. I mean, my sister would be the one she would probably she would only know to call you. Oh, really? <laughs> that's the crazy part. Oh, that's good. Well, because she good. always asked about you. Well, because she always asked. She was like, "How's the guy in the, in in London?" You know, she asked about. It. I was like, "You talking about Paul?" I say he's in the UK. She's like, "Okay." You know, so it's like, um, and then yeah, and if I don't post on, you know, and nowadays what's happening is that you find out somebody died through like a second cousin posting. And then you see that people get all upset because it's like the family didn't want to. The family wanted to make a a joint announcement instead of somebody making like a cryptic announcement. And then now everybody's like, okay, what happened? So yeah, I've kind of gotten to this thing of trying to wonder, like with all the friends that I met, like how do I ask them to tell, you know, can I be on your list so you can call yeah. me before a social media post or you know, like me these days, I may not log in for like two weeks and then I, it may be two weeks too late, you know, yeah. or how do I get in, how do I get in contact with your family when, you know, I would say like for right now, Paul, like you're, you're the only contact I have. I don't know your parents. I don't know how to contact your kids or anything like that. So it would be like, okay, don't want to be like, you know, just kind of sitting here like, <laughs> damn, like, okay, he's just gone. And I don't even know who to call. <laughs> Can you imagine, like one no day, one day, you like you turn up to the recording of, of this show, and you just I know, and nobody waiting. told me. <laughs> Wouldn't that suck? Like, dang. like God, where is it? I think where one person you? would. I think one person would contact me. I think I think Charlie would contact me. So yeah, that would that's be true. Thing. That's that's true. But then you got to think, like, so, well, how? I, su I suppose if I died, someone would go well. You know the 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 team that he employs probably need to know, so they probably would know. And yes, I think that this is the thing you got to work out: is like who knows who. So yes, so members of my team would yeah. know people that I know in a social a social sense that are maybe a bit closer to than kind of like your average person. So they would probably have to do yeah. that. But it it feels a bit chaotic. This, and I think what I'm thinking is I'm going to need to write a list of people to inform yeah. like um maybe through dms or something like that i already have a death file so that's good and i just need to mm. add that in to say these are the people that need to be contacted before the official notification um on social media yeah. because when, when i have the official notification i want to stipulate i want a black and white photo um preferably like you know on a black background kind of that kind of black and white photo and i or uh, i want like an instagram story which is like the create mode where it's just black but like the white <laughs> italic writing to say hi it's you know uh 
it's Paul's family. It's Paul's family here. Uh, we hate to okay. tell you that, uh, unfortunately, Paul <laughs> passed away um, in the early hours. Uh, he did not suffer well, I mean, or whatever. I mean, it, it's, it, it does sound morbid, but it's actually like pre-planning. Unfortunately, I am slightly in that season where I'm starting to see like um, friends from high school that are passing away oh, un- yeah. unexpectedly. Yeah, completely. And then, you know, I'm, and I have friends within the 10 to 15 years older than me. So you start hearing about these things and, um, or you hear from their kids, like with a social media post, it's like, geez, like, it'd be nice if I had known before, y- you know, um, a social media post, because I, I will say this, finding out some, somebody you, finding out somebody, you know, through a social media post that they passed away, it kind of sucks. But if it's somebody that you were semi-close to, I won't say not your bestie, but semi-close to, and and it's just like, wow, I wish I had, I wish I had found this out without scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that could be, a, that could be just very eye-opening. Like, okay, I did not, I did not see that coming at all. So um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think my advice, and it might be, too much for some people, but you might have to make some little des- designations on people in your phone of like, you can call everybody on my phone, but let's guarantee that these people know before you call these other folks or before you make official posts and things like that. Well, on your phone, but how did they get into your phone though to make that call? That's the thing. Like on mine, it's face ID. Are they going to like show the phone to my dead face? There you go. Sorry that you're dead. I'm going to show you the face ID just so I unlock your phone. You can still use a backup code and all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, What I learned when we did our will, uh, the extra piece that you have to take is making that list of all of, you know, like if you're using like a password thing, make sure those passwords are in the file with your will. And then also other things like who to contact. Um, So the executor has to figure out who to contact and things like that. So um, you just have to write it down. And I know, you know, a lot of folks, I I mean, I'm, I'm been dealing with this with my parents, unfortunately, they don't want to behave and do a will, but it's just like, it would be nice if you just tell us what you want to do. And I think we're kind of at this point where you have to tell people what you want to do, especially if you lived your life very digitally. Yeah. Um, folks will want to know and, you know, before they scroll or, you know, you know, get that, you know, text message or just not like, you know, log in after three weeks. And then all of a sudden it's just like, okay, I did not, I did not know somebody died. That sucks. Um, so yeah. So I, I don't know. I think that's just something to do. And, you know, um, just making sure people know how to find their contacts and the people who need to be contacted and you know especially if you have older friends and their kids may not know that you exist so you may have to reach out to them and like hey can you tell your kid that when you die to put me on the list I know. Call, yeah please <laughs> I, I think i think maybe it's just helpful to just put something just put something out there to say please give them my my details but i'm here's here's a scenario for you so when um when i was married and we made our first will after having children, the uh, legal advice was, you know, you need to think about the, I can't remember what they called it, but like the scenario where 
you both die at the same time, like on a car crash mm-hmm. or something like that. I can't remember what they called it. But, um, you know, you had to think about, well, who then looks after your children and what are the things that need to happen when you both die rather than your spouse getting your mm-hmm. estate and, and stuff. And now with divorce, it's easier to, to think about that and less likely that we'll die at the same time. But for you and Dustin, like if you both go, I mean, you're, so you're, it's down to your sister to tell me then, isn't it really? That's what that's what we're saying. Uh, basically, it's down to the sis- my sister or uh, we, we have a friend that is our executor. So I would have to write in, like, make sure you call Paul, that type of thing. Yeah. 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 So it kind of, it kind of is like that. And, you know, um, I mean, we did make provisions for somebody to take care of the dog. So right, good. that's all we have. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is kind of interesting. We got to figure out like who's going to call who, especially, you know, if your family, if your parents don't know all of your friends lists, and if you got friends that are outside of the country and they want to come to your celebration of life, you got to give them some time to yeah. to make that that jump to get on a plane and go, um, and and with, and one thing I have learned, um, one of my mentors, her son passed away um, some years ago, and I remember I got on the plane and I I literally just went for the day. I flew down to Arizona to go to the funeral, and you know, because part of me I was like I I said I was going to go, and you kind of don't know like if it's useful. Cause you know, I'm, I'm not family or anything like that. And, and somebody always said, they said it, people know who, who came, uh, and they know who didn't show up yeah. and it makes a difference. Yeah, it does. And I was like, huh, I never, I never even thought about that. You know, like who showed up and who didn't show up. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. The, mm. the, every funeral I've been to, there's always been a discussion about who came <laughs> and, and who, and who didn't. And if it's a family funeral. It's always comment on who's the, the 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 sort of outcasts and who didn't show up. Or uh, I think it was yeah. I think it was my grandfather's funeral where my uncle was just seen at the back and then disappeared and mm. things like that. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. You you notice who or like who your boss, yeah, your coworkers if they showed up or not. So um, yeah, all right. So here is the most important question about all of this Uh uh-huh do you leave the photo behind that you want them to use oh that's good because because i see this all the time and i see you know you know uh, i i see people post like their grandmother died and things like that and it's like this picture from like 1984 (laughs) (laughs) and it's like it's like i do i want them to i i mean i don't want them to give a a picture when I'm like a baby or like young, but do I really want the, you know, the infirmed photo, no, you know, like, this, no, no. like yeah. y'all didn't have any other photo, like seriously. So yeah. yeah. How do you, how do you handle that? I, th- I, th- I think you have to stipulate it actually. I think that's, that's a good one. I mean, to be fair, this is, this is privileged us here, but we have professional headshots <laughs> that we've had done. Right. So we've got, I know we've got some good ones to choose from. Like I wouldn't suggest they put your baton twirling one as lovely as that photo is um, <laughs> that you put on Facebook one time. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, you choose one of your professional headshots. That's a, that's a good thing to stipulate. Use this photo. Yeah. I, I take photos of Dustin all the time. I was like, just, <laughs> just in, in case, case. you go missing. I want to make sure I have a good photo, <laughs> you know, 
because they always find like the worst photo. It's like that's the y'all went through all of this. Y'all couldn't find not one a better photo of this missing person. I was like, I would be so mad, Dustin, if you know you put like the the worst photo that you found, knowing I got a whole, I got seventeen thousand pictures. That's the one you chose. Like, mm. okay, like, yeah. Yeah, I think I, th so, I think you have yeah. to stipulate as much as possible. I, th I feel like it's the last thing you have control over. I I appreciate when I hear stories of people who kind of plan their own funerals, but it kind of is true. You you should plan like, all right, this is how I want y'all to to do yeah. this, you know, and at least have fun. And you know, I don't think I really want to have a funeral. Maybe like a joint cruise, so and have my ashes spread out on some water so people can have fun. You right. know, I don't uh -huh. know. Do do you but, yeah. what, just th things to think about? What do what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm, like if I'm told, and I come over, like do do you want do how how close to the coffin do I get to sit? Do I get am I at the back because I'm a distant or am I am I reasonably close? Am I like oh no, you arm around Justin's shoulder? What am I doing? No, you get to come up front. You could sit on that first or second row. Excellent, yeah. excellent. You're up there with family. Do I get yeah. to do I get to touch the coffin on my way out or something? Do I what do I what do I need to I do? Obviously, obviously, I'll you know weep if you need me to weep. You know what what do you want? I don't know if I have a coffin. I don't know. I think I may get like cremated or something. Right. Okay. Well, they just like bung you in. Yeah. Hmm, fair enough. Yeah. It's just yeah yeah. Then go on vacation and spread my ashes. There yeah. You go. Good idea. Oh, I'll come along for that. You know what? I'll come on the you boat. Could, you could take, yeah, and we'd take some of the ashes to London. That's where I like to walk around. Hey, that's a great idea. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be responsible. I'll do that for the London, the London leg. Yeah. Of the ash, the ash droppings. <laughs> Think of the content. That'd be awesome. In today's that's, special that's what episode, I'm gonna do, like have like. I know it's gonna be like ten little places and like all right, here's ten destinations that you gotta go drop my ashes and it'll be a lottery and then you get to go somewhere. That'd yeah, be fun. But you never know, I could just chuck it in the bin when I get I will honor your memory. I will honor your memory. I'll get cracking okay. on the um on the sort of like obituary uh show. Yeah. Like when we have to close and, and it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then yeah it, you know at least tell your kids so something happens they'll be at least well we got to tell felicia <laughs> yeah to be fair again there's they i think they would be pretty good at um thinking of of who to contact you would definitely be on their yeah. list yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah i will i promise that i will come and see you before your funeral so I don't want that to be the first time okay. I come and see you after so many years. That'd be like, that'd be messed up. Like I should have come to see you before you died. Well, like, likewise, we, you know, but you know, if it happens tomorrow, then uh, you don't get a huge amount of choice, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll plan. Where did this yes. go? Folks, we, we fully intend to be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> Another show, but uh, you know, just in case it's been nice yeah. knowing you. We'll be here. We'll be here. <laughs> Uh, well, that was fun. I'm going to go and write my list of people that need to be told. Okay. Just, just in case, I feel this is this is it. Just feels urgent, right? Yeah, you should. Or just put little stars or a little something by people's names in your cell phone, and then you got to go add how to access your cell phone. Add that to your will. And for those of you who do not have wills, you need to go and take care of that wills and. Um, uh, estate planning just just get it done don't just assume people will know what to do with your stuff mm. or you oh god like i've listed everything what's happening yeah 
Yes, that's good advice. That's good advice. We are so helpful on yep. this podcast. I know. See the see BBC. We're we're good. Come on, BBC. I think. Oh, we can't say BBC. We we, we, we can't can. say BBC though, right? We can say BBC. We okay. might we might not get we might not get acquired, but you know we could like I say we could we could pivot <laughs> we could pivot the show to something that's more like you know general advice. Um, I think we know the yeah. knowledge because as we said before, we've we've watched YouTube for five minutes, so easy. I mean, yes, we we do this easy. Sign easy us up, PC. BBC. Get ready. <laughs> uh, right, I'll speak to you next time, Felicia. All right, see ya.